Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. The Low Country is an incredibly giving community and in this episode we're talking with Dr. Jeffrey Young of Island Foot and Ankle Surgery on Hilton Head Island. In addition to being a surgeon, he's also a violinist. He volunteers his time and his services as a surgeon and a musician to causes internationally as well as those right here at home. We talked about why it's so important for businesses to give back. Let's listen. I guess the curious question is, how'd you get here? How'd you get to the low country? To be honest with you, I mean, growing up in the Midwest and, and going to the West Coast and so forth, I mean, no offense, this was not on my plan. I mean, I, I had never thought about moving into this region of the country. So, I mean, South, Southeast, you know, I mean, it was like, eh, I don't know. So COVID hits and, and, and things go and, and I'm visiting Hilton Head at the behest of one of my friends and we're sitting at the West End and then I get a phone call from my current partner. Now, he's from Philadelphia. He was teaching at UPMC. And we both did our fellowship in Russia. We did our um, external fixation trauma, orthopedic uh, trauma fellowship together. So and so I've known him for years, years, and we always talk. So I get this phone call from him, and he says, hey, how are you doing? I said, oh, good. He goes like, well, hey, uh, you know, you won't believe what happened. I said, what? Well, you know, this thing at, U- at Philadelphia, UPMC. He says, we got in a car, we drove down. And you know what? I like this place. I said, really? This place that I'm at, you'd love it. I mean, I was, I'm was i here. Uh, I rented for a week. Next now I'm renting for a month. Now I'm renting it for a year. I said, oh, really nice. So where's this place? You got to come down. There's, they don't have foot and ankle surgeons here. You know, the scope of podiatry had changed. You know, you had to do, there's not many people doing foot and ankle surgery. You have to be board certified in rear foot and ankle. And a lot of podiatrists here aren't board certified in rear foot and ankle i mean so i said okay so so he calls me up and i said well where's this place this is hilton head i said no so am i i'm in hilton head it's like really i said no kidding i said w- i said where are you standing oh, i'm santa weston he said i'm running a house at port royal so i said wow that's amazing so i said why don't you go walk on the beach you know turn right and then i'll meet you uh you know i said okay <laughs> so and that's how then that's how you know we met up again. We talked and we had you know had a good time dinner. And he said, then I said, well, why don't you think about it? So then I, I went back to Michigan. I had I've been practicing there, practicing there for about twenty years, more than twenty years. And I had a big practice, and you know things are changing. My my kids are going to college, and you know I figured, well, you know they're in college. They're my oldest is going to college, and one's finishing up high school. I figured, you know, they're finishing up. You know, and I'm single now. Yeah, really, might start start my start start all over again a little bit. We'll see. And I, I, you know, I just dabbled for fun. Next thing I know, I'm 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 here. You know, I said, you know what, go big or go home. And and uh, you know, so uh, you know, that was about we opened practice in January, and and we got uh, involved with the fabric of the community and uh, and got to know people and hospital everyone's so hospitable and, and the community is just really nice easygoing and very sincere and welcoming so it it, it really it really uh it, it really felt really good you know and and you know since then uh you know we're we're uh you know granted we just started less than a year but um it it's really felt like home so we, you know, you're, you are involved in the community and your practice is off to a great start for its first year, but getting involved extends a little further 
then the Low Country for you. Tell us a little bit about some of the work that you've done abroad, the humanitarian work, and and especially in Russia and India. You know, what's that mission work that you're involved in? Well, for since 1997, I've been always involved doing um, mission work, and that that kind of happened on its own too. I didn't did not I didn't really expect to, and then just you know, one thing after another, it became kind of a labor of love. But I started off in. Uh, now, going it down to about every weekend, I was going down to Mexico from Los Angeles to Mexicali and Baja. And I was uh, treating pediatric deformities and doing surgery on, on club feet. And, and that kind of spread into I joined the organization, or with, now I'm one of the co-directors. But, but from there, I went to El Salvador and then, and then now to Honduras. So I, so I go to Honduras every January. I've been doing that since 1997. Um, you know, we screen about 180 children. We choose about 50 or 60 children to do surgery. And within a span of four or five days, we do surgery on children with club feet, you know, pediatric congenital deformities, neurological deformities, and things like that. I think over the past, well, I, I've probably done more than 300 club feet surgeries. But um, and in an organization that we have through uh, through uh, grants. Yeah, we have, uh, we're funded by a lot of independent grants, but in addition to Rotary, the Rotary Club as well. And so we spread into India in the last couple of years. And I just came back from India about almost two months ago. And it's kind of same thing. You know, we, we do, we screen the children. We do surgery there. Uh, we have the local orthopedic surgeons who are doing our post-op care. I mean, now it's not everyone does Zoom since COVID, so we, we do uh, Zoom uh, reviews, you know, about uh, how the results of our surgeries, how they're coming along. So, so from that, I, I've done a lot of uh, mission work, and I still continue doing that. And through Rotary Club and so forth like that, I've gotten involved with some of the local, did the local chapters here and there, and, and it's kind of kind of blossomed. That's got to be incredibly rewarding. Does, is there any is there any anyone stand out in your mind? Any any patient that you've worked with over the oh. years that really stands out in your mind and and just kind of stuck with you? Um, well, at least I know two. I don't want to sound savvy, but I mean I've had. I remember uh, I was in Mexico doing uh, one of my clinics, and I had a uh, and when I was seeing some patients, this um, young girl, you know. Uh, said she wanted to see us, see me, and I said, "Oh, okay." And and I think she, and she was young. Uh, I mean, she was, and she says, "Well, you probably don't remember me, but I was a, I was young, and you, you guys did surgery on me, and I got a really badly deformed club foot." I said, "Oh, okay." And she says, "Yeah, well, I wanted to let you know that um, because of that surgery, and I was able to go to school, and you know, after going to school, I I went to college, and I I got a job, and." And I'm getting married, actually. I'm getting married tomorrow or, you know, within the next couple of days. And I said, wow, you know, so that really, you know, I could see the impact of that. And, and in addition to that, I mean, I mean, I've seen, I've had children, horrible, you know, horrible deformity who would never been able to walk this you know, seven, eight-year-old child. And we at least got, I mean, it wasn't, we were at least able to get his deformity to correct it to the point where he could be in a brace. And and just watching him, you know, you know, get these braces and getting a walker, and he, he took his first two steps and he started crying because he 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 never thought that he would be actually be walking. Uh, so that was that was a that was a good moment too. That is incredibly rewarding. Yeah, great 
thank you. Great work on your part, and uh, changing lives for a living is a pretty good, pretty good day at the office. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you've got involved with the World Doctors Orchestra. You play an instrument. What do you play, and how did you get involved? Uh, What's their mission? I don't even know how I got involved, to be honest with you. But you know, it just kind of now the World Doctors Orchestra is based in Germany, and it's kind of an offshoot social branch of the Berlin Philharmonic. And they have their, you know, it's just something out. So, and, and they're in the German Medical Society and so forth. And the, 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 the mission of it, it was to allow um, an opportunity for um, physicians who were musicians uh, to get together from all over the world and, and perform. And we do concerts and you, they would raise money for medical charities, depending where we're at. And so, you know, we've raised charities for the, you know, the Japanese Cancer Foundation. We've been all over the world, you know, obviously much of Germany, but South Africa, uh, Tokyo, uh, Italy, Lugano, um, sometimes the United States. I mean, I, there's, there's, you know, Boston, LA, uh, Boston, San Francisco, and Washington D.C., but um, you know we've been to Portugal, and so it, it, it's it's an it's an opportunity for us to, you know, to really really enjoy music, you know, the camaraderie, but also do it for a good medical purpose, you know, uh, and there's that the notion of medical arts and healing and so forth. So, um, it, but it's something that uh, I allowed me to continue playing. And I still continue playing, even and and being on an island, I was I found some opportunities here and there too. So that's great. Well, obviously, you know, giving back matters to you. That's a priority um, for your organization. Why do you think it's important for businesses to get involved? Why do you think that that makes such a difference? Obviously, in in your life, and and do you think that's something that businesses should be? You think that it's something they should be involved in is giving back to the community. Businesses are part of the fabric of the community. And I think businesses, you know, as, as, as long as they, you know, they realize it's not just merely this, uh, this number that they're trying to attain, but you know what, you are, you have direct impact in the community, the, the, the lives of the people who are involved with the community. And I think it's important for the businesses to be a part of the community. Um, and by doing so, by giving back, you know, it, it's, it's like um, you're, you're, fostering, you're, you're fostering your environment. You know, and I, I think in all, not only does the business, businesses benefit from it, the whole community benefits from it. And I, I, I think it really improves the quality of life around the whole area, the, the community, the area that, you're, that they're in, really. Well, we appreciate your contributions. I know you're working with them as well now and yeah. getting involved with volunteers in medicine. And um, yeah, thanks for taking a, some time out of your day to chat with us. Thank you for uh, chatting with me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our Five Questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.